all competitors. I'm just trying to get the cadence right. All the competitors, except Dayu, now began, with quiet concentration, to consider what they were going to write. Dayu, meanwhile, wandered around outside, playing with the bark of the Paulonia trees, admiring the signs of autumn in the back garden, occasionally joking with the maids, and in general, not giving the slightest indication that she was engaged in the throes of poetry composition. Li Wan was about to press Dayu for her contribution when Dayu sauntered in of her own volition. She picked up a brush and proceeded, writing rapidly and without pause, to set down the poem that was already completed in her mind. She wrote on the first sheet of paper that came to hand, and having finished, threw it nonchalantly across the table for the others to inspect. So do you want to read the the Hawke's translation of Bao Chai's poem? Yeah, yeah, let's do this. So let me see here. This is the Hawke's translation of Bao Chai's poem. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Guard the sweet scent behind closed courtyard door, and with prompt waterings do the mossy pot. The carmine hue their summer sisters wore, these snowy autumn blossoms envy not. For beauty in plain whiteness best appears and only in white jade is found no spot. Chaste, lovely flowers, silent they seem to pray to autumn's white god at the close of day. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty polished. And I mean, during the composition phase, um, Ying Chun asks her how she's getting on. And she says... Well, you know, I've thought of something, but it's not its not very good, uh-huh. you know. And maybe that's a bit of false modesty on display, um, because I think it is, yeah, uh, yeah, really rather good. Of course, yeah. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about, uh, I, I want to get your opinion on, on some of these lines. I, I had some yeah, difficulty sure. with line four until I just like, I had kind of like an epiphany, like I'm, I, was, I was looking too closely uh, at the fourth line. But like really like to understand the fourth line, you really have to look at the parallelism, its parallelism with the third line. Uh, okay. And, and so it's kind of interesting. To sh- it's kind of a, an exercise in. I feel like there's two ways to understand words' meaning. Like one one way is mm-hmm. like kind of um, a fa- foundationalist approach where you you can imagine going word by word and looking up the dictionary definition and kind of like bringing them all together as a kind of like a agglomeration effect. Mm-hmm. Right, but but for this poetry, it's actually better to look at the parallelism, and to search for parallelism, and to try to like find out meaning based on this like relativity, which is kind of a it kind of lends itself toward a more 
like structuralist uh, understanding of language. So maybe maybe poetry is a, a gateway drug for structuralist <laughs> forms of understanding. So why don't why don't I guide us through the the lines in Chinese and we can discuss them as we go. Okay, yeah. Uh, so the first line is uh um So zhenzhong is like to to cherish or like mm-hmm. I suppose like to cherish and to guard, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh fang again being like fragrant. Um and zi being I guess fangzi together being again like a a beauty, uh, uh, a um something like that. And then mm-hmm. uh Zhou Yan Man. Zhou being daytime and Yan Man being to 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 close the door, to seal the door. Mm-hmm. Uh and then Zhu Wang uh Pan. Um so Zi is like to carry your to, to carry with the hand, something like that. Um Shou Wang is like a it's like a kind of like ceramic jar but i guess it's like a almost like a watering pot here a watering can and then uh guan tai pan is like to to water the tai pan the the pot with the the kind of the plant inside i suppose the plant pot uh-huh. something like that what did you make of these these ones right this was um the question is what is zi doing there right and we do see zi a lot in uh in kind of traditional chinese poetry uh even though um the general trend is to exclude uh like subject pronouns and exclude mm. like um superfluous words like prepositions uh in order to you know like the the the, the characters that appear in the poem are, are the most important characters it's less in terms of like you know uh connective phrases if that makes sense uh yeah and, and so i think zi here is to is meant to emphasize that she is the the speaker of the poem is herself you know like um either by herself or she's doing it of her own volition yeah because this is bao chai again and so the the emphasis is always on you know uh the observance of rules ritual propriety the you know the, the confucian goodness you know what i'm saying um mm-hmm. and, and so the image i'm getting here is you know uh she is let me, let me find my during the day she's closing the gates right and then you know by herself maybe even unobserved you know i like it's the idea that like you know if you do a good deed while being observed, it's less meaningful than if you do a good deed while not being observed. Yeah, don't right? make a don't make a big deal of your good deeds. Just and, do and, them. and so she's by herself. Yeah. She is carrying the that the hand uh, pot, the watering pot, and she's irrigating the the, the mossy flower pot, right? Uh, and so she's not being observed, and she's performing this like this good deed. And, and so here in the beginning. I almost imagine that she's not she's not the the flower yet, but she's the the waterer. Um, but it's interesting mm-hmm. that it's it's again it's, it's kind of the same. Uh, it's really similar to uh, the the kind of images that uh, Tan Chun uses for line two. Um, but it's maybe a little more explicit that it's um, a person doing the watering. It's not the result of a, like a, a rain. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it, it's, as you say, it's being watered by the care of a human hand. Um, okay, so lines three and four go, um, yan zhi qi chu, qiu jie yang. 
So Yenju is like mm-hmm. here like cosmetics makeup, something like that. Right. Uh Shi Chu is like to wash off. And then uh Chiu Jie Ying is autumn. Jie mm-hmm. is like uh, could be like stairs, steps, maybe, could be yeah. like rank, that kind of thing. And Ying is Ying is a uh-huh. is a shadow or trace, I suppose, here. Um yeah. and then line four, because it's important I think to have them in pairs, is uh Bing Xue Zhao Lai Lu Chia Huan. Uh so Bing Bing Xue is like ice and snow. Um Zhao Lai is to like is to mm-hmm. beckon or to right. summon kind of thing, like to, to call towards you. Um and then Lu Chi Huan. Lu is kind of like can be like drops of drops of dew, you know, dew drops, or it can be like something but kind of almost like coming out, becoming exposed. Uh Qi here being like to to build up to pile up. Um and then um Huan is like a your your soul spirit as we've said. So yeah, talk me through this line because this one mm-hmm. as you say is quite a confusing pair. That's it's the hardest it's the hardest line, right? Um well so the line three is easy enough, right? Uh so line three I have it rendered as Rouge rinsed out upon autumn stairs silhouetted, right? And so then the question is, okay, what I what I have there as Rouge is uh Yanjur. Mm-hmm. And so what's Yanjur parallel with? It's parallel with Bing Shui, which is ice and snow. Yeah. And so then so it's Bing Shui Zhao Lai. That's the first four characters of line four. Uh, and so you can compare line three, uh Yanjur Shi Chu with Bing Shui Zhao Lai. Mm-hmm. So like basically the rouge is being rinsed out, and then the the ice and this is my reading at least. The ice and snow is being uh, like brought up, uh, and so the, it's it's a little like a little awkward. Maybe this is the part that that Bao Chai didn't like as much because it's a little like I, I really struggled uh, rendering the fourth line, um, especially because the the expression Lu Chi is is kind of it's not very common. Uh, when I searched in the dictionary, I, I found only a reference to... Well, I, I found one instance in, in the whole Trentangshir uh, of, of Luchi. Mm-hmm. And then I, I found uh, a, a dictionary definition which references this chapter in Honglumang. <laughs> uh, it's another instance of like the, the dictionary. like It's like... Just refers you back any, to it. Anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, and... What what I was thinking was for the whole line, mm-hmm. uh, ice and snow evoking, with t- with dew collected on a flight of steps, a fragrant soul, uh, and so basically the ice and snow, the 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 gist of it in my in my current interpretation, which I, I'm not dead set on, is that like. This is Bao Chai. She doesn't wear rouge and stuff. She rinses out the rouge, and underneath you got the cool. She's like, she's saying like, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not wearing makeup. I'm cool. I'm <laughs> like, uh, I'm, I'm like ice and snow naturally. I don't know. Yep. That's the way I, I like. So the root, the rouge is rinsed out, and the ice and snow is um, emphasized. Well, she is of course associated with the snow because of her surname. Sure. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I I thought that these lines were aiming at the the tree itself rather than I mean the, the thing is there there is that duality so obviously it can have a intentional double meaning um, right of which course. I which I do kind of agree with but but 
yeah, I, I'd read it much more straight, which was um, the the red that you normally see in crabapple trees is rinsed off. You know, it's it's yeah, it's it's cleared away, I suppose, uh, leaving only or 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 and in in their place is summoned a a, a white like ice and snow. Um, right, right, right. So like the usual crabapple is it's like maybe pinkish, and now all that all that red is gone. Mm-hmm. We just have the the, the icy white. And as for the 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 luchi, the the what, I, what I've as do collected on stairs, or or maybe just more literally like do collected, like do mm-hmm. uh, like chi as in like to build up. So you can imagine like do upon do upon do. Mm-hmm. I think that's a reference to you know th- these again these flowers were just watered a moment ago, and so that do quote unquote is maybe just the 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 the, the water droplets. Yeah. From um from the watering um. Mm-hmm. And so you can see the clear parallelism, uh, but it, in my opinion, it seems a little forced, uh, and maybe that's maybe that's the weakness of this of this mm-hmm. poem. I'd be curious to see whether other uh, like other uh, commentators mm-hmm. uh, agree or not. But that's or, or whether it's simply it was it was so hard to read that like I I have a negative association with line four. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, okay. Like let's go into five and six. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so. Um So uh I had translated as like the the utmost like Dan is like kind of like insipid, you know, it's like flavorless, like bland you know mild let's say mild mild yeah, yeah. so so the utmost mildness if that's not a kind of contradiction in terms yeah i, I had a hard time rendering that <laughs> like yeah ex- extreme mild <laughs> <laughs> um uh so like shu is like uh to begin with at the start and zhu mm. is to know yeah uh, and then hua gong yan so hua is like flowers gong is much more so f- Furthermore, still more so, and yen is kind of like it's kind of just beauty here, I guess. Um, so, I kind of understood it as meaning like while at the outset I like I perceived them as like b- bland and insipid, I now understand the beauty of these flowers, something like that. But maybe you have a completely different understanding. I don't know whether uh, Danji has a negative connotation or not that's really gonna my like interpretation kind of is going to uh hinge upon whether that's obviously like it's bad to be i, I don't think it's necessarily bad to be dan um, okay so dan isn't necessarily negative i don't think so okay. uh okay. and so i i was thinking like my line isn't perfect here i, I have uh upon mild piquancies realizing the flowers to be all the more beautiful mm-hmm you know, like only, you know, like it's like the idea would be like only when you've like really experienced true mild <laughs> can you like appreciate, you know, this kind of understated beauty, basically. Yeah, that's how I was thinking. Um, I guess for the next line, wh- what did you? How did you understand uh, line six? Uh, this one was a was a bit of a struggle for me. Okay. Um, so line six, as we said, is sorry, uh Chodwa Yen Du Yu Wuhan. 
So cho is to worry or be anxious about or kind of sorrow generally. Duo is much many. Yen is uh difficult. I understand yen as more like uh like where, how uh, okay. uh like in Chinese like Nali or Zemma, yeah. maybe. Okay, so it can be it's a question word here. I I believe so, right? And in the Hawks, or or maybe in the original, um, the the C text version, it is rendered with a, a question mark. Oh, uh, so it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I was thinking, like, to render this line as, you know, if, and, and again, this could be. I'm I'm open to uh, you know, suggestions here, but I, I was thinking, like, if I worry anymore, where mm. will I find a jade without stain? Yeah, the, the the last bit definitely the last three characters Yu Wu Hun is yeah. a, a flawless jade something like that. Um, um, but uh, yeah, I, I couldn't make that much sense of the first four characters. So I think that your your interpretation is is um, I think a good one, a good one. I, I guess you can see kind of the uh, the parallelism where uh, Danji like uh, like mi- like literally mild extreme right yeah. Uh, is parallel to cho do like mm-hmm. so like g is extreme do means more many in excess right and so like someone's worrying you know where you know and again she, she where is she going to find her perfect jade you know it's mm-hmm. it's kind of obviously it's almost a little too on the nose i'm surprised oh, true. i'm surprised true. bao chai would be so like like uh, fragrant no <laughs> uh, flagrant flagrant in her <laughs> fragrant uh, symbolism, <laughs> you know, like uh, this is this is yeah, this is flagrantly fragrant, and we were hoping for fragrantly flake. <laughs> you get the idea. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, in in the Hawks, it says, uh, and only in white jade is found no spot. Uh, so he kind of captures a bit of it, but yeah, okay, um, yeah, it's like like Nali Dudal, yeah, Mayo Hen Du Yeah. Right. Exactly. Where can it where can it be obtained? Mm-hmm. Where can one obtain a jade without flaws? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and I guess that's maybe rhetorical. Um, yes. In that it's it's impossible to do so. Um, uh, mm. And then for what about the last two lines? Oh Jesus. <laughs> okay. Um, let me let me let me read them out. Yu Chang Bai Di. Mm-hmm. Um, so Yu is to desire uh-huh. um, and I thought this I, I kind of understood it as if you desire if you wish to something yes. um, Chang here is to <clears throat> to like to repay to to compensate for almost um uh, Bai Di is literally the white emperor. Yeah. Um, uh, e is um, what do you have it? Proper, something like that. Um, Correct, appropriate, or, or just like should you know, like uh, should uh, must okay. or ought to. What ought to do? What ought to blink? Or ought to be? Okay. Right. Yep. Um, and then Qingjie is like clean cleanliness, purity, something like that. Uh. Is like a, in this sense, not not speak, not say. Uh, ting ting. Is the is like a, 
pretty it's like it, attractive in a kind of graceful elegant sense i suppose and uh um it's like the sun again sets something like that i, yes. I, I don't know if you my interpretation was a little looser i, I just have wordless grace upon mm. the sun's twilight you know and so like yeah uh, like, I, I can see uh, that. yo there yeah. would have yeah. kind of would be used for and then you know upon you know a kind of um a temporal designation um and as so you can imagine you know you know you have this white emperor you got to be pure yourself and so how how is she going to do it you know mm. wordless grace just sort of watching the sun the sun's twilight uh not not saying anything which is again maybe her um sort of uh like taking to these kind of confucian norms right we can talk about that maybe this is the least progressive of the poems, maybe. I don't know. Um, I mean, Hawks, Hawks has these as chaste lovely flowers, silent they seem to pray, to autumn's white god at the close of day. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. Okay. So, Bao Yu's poem reads as, follow, as follows. White autumn's sister stands beside the door. Like summer snow, her blossoms fill the pot. A young fay, rising naked from the bath, with a cool, chaste allure that she had not. The dawn wind could not dry those pearly tears, with which night's rain each floweret's eye did spot. Pensive <laughs> and grave, her blossoms gently sway, while a sad flute laments the dying day. Okay. Serious, serious business. Yeah, this is Bao Yu's poem. Uh, there's some interesting images. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe if, if they're not entirely... Uh, the uh, the image of uh, Yang Weifei, you know, just out of the bath, mm -hmm. I thought was a funny kind of like teenage, uh, the kind of thing like a teenager would put in a poem. <laughs> I don't know. If... Yeah, yeah, you know, you know it. But let's let's go through some of these lines here because there's some kind of interesting details I wanted to, to mm -hmm. talk with you about. Okay, so let's let's go through Bao Yu's poem. So the first line reads: Qiu rong qian dan ying chong men qi jie. Zunchang Xue Man Pen. And so I, I have that kind of my like direct or my straightforward translation would be something like In autumn scenes, muted colors shine within the inner gates. On seven seven festival, like snowballs filling the flower pot. Um so there's a few things going on here. There's an, a few kind of interesting images, maybe maybe a little bit more cliche than some of the other ones we've seen. Mm -hmm. um, so like the idea of like a chilrong is a kind of a stock phrase, a, a stock expression uh, designating either um, either autumn or sorrow. Yeah, literally autumn's face. And so you can imagine um, this is not, you know, entirely dissimilar to the way uh, Tan Chun began her her poem it's kind of setting the scene and again it uses the same image of the the inner gates the the chongmen then the second line is qi jie i have as a seven seven festival as we talked before about how the festivals often uh, appear on these like double days right mm -hmm. like one one two two the third of the third month in this context i'm not sure so it's not as if it's the seventh month when they were writing this, because we know from the, the beginning of the chapter that Jia Zheng had left on the eighth month. 
And so yeah. the question is, did you did you have a clear idea of why the seven seven festival was being referenced there? So I think I can't remember exactly, but I think the seven seven festival is when everyone was very brightly attired. And is this was that the one where they decorate all the trees with flowers? Um because I thought the image essentially because Tuan Chung means like gathered together, brought like all closely together. Um and so I thought it was the flower this is describing the flowers of the tree, that they're all kind mm. of all stacked up one on top of the other, you know, filling the whole tree. L- much like the way that trees would be decorated on Chijia on on the seven seven festival. Okay, and then when it says Shuamanpan, it, the 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 pot is filled with snow. This again is is a, a an image that uh, Baoyu himself has used in previous poems, where right yeah flower blossom is described as snow. Mm-hmm. And these are again pure white blossoms. He uses these this image in his like seasonal improvisations. I forget which chapter that is. Maybe 21? I'm not, I, 20, I don't remember. It's a, yeah, 21, 22, something, something like, like that. that. Um, where he has a different poem for each season. And one of the one of the poems has this kind of image of like uh, flowers blanketing the, uh, the ground as if they were snow blanketing, you know, a, a winter ground. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 7-7 Festival is also associated with, um, the, you know, the, the, the cowherd and weaver mythology which uh relates to love and, and to separation um and, and so it, it also it, it's i guess it's good in that way for this poem it, it uh it associates flowers and uh and desire mm. and, and yeah yeah and it's, it's as if the the flowers my reading here was it's as if the flowers are being there's so many of them and they're being they're being gathered in the the flower pot it's as if they're like little snowballs, mm-hmm. um, which is a, which is a nice image. I, I like that, uh, and it is it is I, I think an effective strategy to use when there is these cool colors to bring in some like literally cool metaphors and imagery. I, I think it's a uh, an effective kind of poetic technique. Um, so how about next next line? What do you think? What do you think? Yeah. Read read out read out three and four first. Okay. Um uh Chu Yu Tai Jen Bing Zo Ying Peng Xin Xi Zi Yu Wei Huan. Um and, and so my, my my rendering of this would be something like uh a just out of the bath <laughs> Tai Jen in Ice's image, a heart clasping shisha with jade for soul. Um and so these are these these images are similar to the ones we saw maybe in Bao Chai's poem, uh, the mm-hmm. emphasis on, you know, coolness and, and ice. Um, it's interesting that for uh, so this is a reference to Yang Guifei. That w- yeah, so the, the reference, as you said, to Tai Zhen. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh-huh. And, and, and so Tai Zhen is mm-hmm. Yang Guifei's uh, her Taoist name, her, her like kind of yeah. um, Taoist style name. It's interesting because it's it's literally something like the Great Truth, right? And mm-hmm. this is this is the same gen that we, we we've discussed in the context of uh, fake and real, uh, uh, Jia Gen, 
Yeah. Uh, and so it's interesting. This is the, the, the true, the, the, the greater truth. I think maybe the use of the, the Tai Gen name is, is meant to uh, evoke for us, you know, this liminal space between fiction and reality again, maybe, right? Now, as for the, the, the fourth line with, you know, the Peng Xin Shi Zi Yu Wei Hun, this is a, a reference back to the Zhuangzi again. Uh, and we've discussed this story a few times in the past. This is a story of from the Tianyun chapter of the, the Zhuangzi. And according to the, the traditional story, uh, Xi had a heart condition, right? And you can imagine she feels like literal heartache. And according to the the Zhuangzi and other sources, she would, you know, clasp her heart, you know, pangxin, and and also she would she would make the uh, the frowning she would pinmei she she would frown her uh, eyebrows right mm. in a look of um, discontent right and she was said to because she was so beautiful this action paradoxically would make her seem even more beautiful but then you know uh, a lesser beauty in, in the town would see this correlation and on a surface level she this this lesser beauty would also frown but it would make people uh, even more repulsed and so it's mm. kind of a i've interpreted that story as indicating kind of um the difference between a surface level uh, comprehension of symbols and a, and a deeper kind of more maybe this gets back to the idea of like a structuralist understanding of how symbols interact and, and so you know the this, this lesser beauty doesn't understand you know the the, the dialectics of of, of, of <laughs> these symbols right it's not it's not merely the frown it's the frown within the, the context of the the it, the specific person yeah um so yeah so her frowning heightens her beauty somehow although i think that's just such a classic there's something like, obviously is a very beautiful image, but there's something very, very kind of classically, as we said before, sort of male gaze about the idea of that, like, the most beautiful woman is the one who is very fragile and has the severe, severe illness, <laughs> has, the, has the heart condition. Okay. Um, and, you know, and her beauty is more accentuated when she is, you know, in pain, you know, and it causes her to kind of grimace in this way. Um, right, right. And so here... There's a two ways to kind of take this conversation. We can talk about how. Uh, no, no, wait a second. I, I want to get this straight. So, so are, are we to associate Tai Jen with Bao Chai and then Shishir with Dai Yu, right? I think so. Yeah, we've seen we've seen very closely the association with uh, Bao Chai with uh, Yang Weifei uh-huh. before. So Tai okay. Jen, and although Dai Yu has been associated with another beauty, uh, Zhao Fei Yan. <coughs> Zhao Fei Yan in the past, because of the frowning thing and her name, her nickname being Pian Pian mm-hmm. Frowner. Yeah, I think you can see it's a very clear parallel. Right, and also her her obvious ill health. Yeah, and her, you know, she ha- she also has a heart condition, you could say, but it's it's not like a literal heart condition. It's metaphorically her the issue with you know her feelings for Bao Yu, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of a. But again, this whole line could be seen as simply describing these these wonderful uh, pure white flowers, you know. Yeah. So 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 um, I, I read line three. You know, as you said, literally, Tai Jun or Yang Fei, as it were, emerging from the bath, the ice forms an, uh, a a 
a shadow of it or a reflection of it. The ice, in this case, being, I guess, the flowers themselves, which we obviously associate with being kind of white-coloured like snow. So the the white flowers are like a reflection of the beauty of Yang Guifei emerging from the bath, and the the jade soul of of the flowers is like the is like as you said Shishu holding her heart, you know, mm-hmm. um, Shishu at her most beautiful, mm-hmm. something like that. Okay, so how about we do the next line? Yeah, 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 sure. Xiaofeng bu san, chou qian dian. Su uh, Yu Hai Tian Lei Yihan, which I which I'm trying to render as something like uh, Dawn winds, not dispersing worries, thousand drops, night rain, mm-hmm. yet adding tears, another streak. That's a kind of a a, a, a straightforward rendering. Um, Hawks has the dawn wind could not dry those pearly tears. With which night's rain each uh, floweret's eye did spot. Is that correct? I think I think I have a typo in my floweret. Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> I thought that was a okay. Flower floret. Mm-hmm. Floweret. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so what's the idea for these lines? We see again references to to rain slash crying. Um, yeah. Right, and so even even this like wonderful uh, dawn wind, you know, clear and fresh, the new day. It's not enough to disperse so many tears, right? Yeah. And then the night a thousand teardrops of worry, exactly. Right, and then the, the night rains more tears, you know, tears upon tears. Uh, mm-hmm. Add another streak to the to the record, you know. Uh, yeah. Chalk up yeah. another streak of tears. Okay. Exactly, exactly. Uh-huh. And there's very, very neat parallelism here, isn't there? Because there's Xiaofeng, like wind at dawn, and in the next line you have Su Yu, exactly, nighttime, yeah. nighttime rain. So yeah, so in the in line, Xiaofeng, dawn wind, Busan. Uh, so it does not disperse. Mm-hmm. It cannot disperse. And in the in the in the in the fourth line, it's Su Yu. So it's uh, adds still further, you know, yet adds yet more, I suppose. Uh-huh. Um, and so, whereas in the in the fifth line it's chou qian dian, so a thousand droplets of worry. In the sixth line it's lei yi han, so one more streak of tears versus a thousand droplets of right. Yeah, but yeah, I I rather like that. I thought that was probably the best part of the poem. These these two lines, I I I don't know. Yeah, and so the, the final uh, two lines, du yi hua lan ru you yi, qing jian yuan di song huang hun, and so I, I had something like, alone leaning upon a painted railing as if in thought, clear anvil and plaintive flute sending off the fading twilight. Um, which uh, is again a, a, an image maybe comparable to Tantrun's final lines. So you, you can kind of see how the uh, the rhyme really sort of influences uh, the, the course that the that the the lines are going to take, right? And so in each case, we have an image of of like twilight. I was going to say I was really completely baffled by the the clear anvil and 
the the flute. Okay. Um, I didn't understand that at all as an image, but maybe you you. That seems to be uh, a reference to the sound made when you uh, pound clothing. Okay. Uh, and so that's the anvil sound. As for the plaintive mm -hmm. flute, maybe it's, it's common to hear flute in the evening. Uh, oh, okay. So here that that um, that jun is not necessarily an anvil so much as something more like a washboard, maybe. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is Bao Yu writing, but you can imagine that he is. He's again. He's assuming a, a female persona. Do you think? Yeah, it's but is he making the the flower the one who's bidding farewell to sunset? Though? I think so. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. So you're yeah. a flower. You're kind of alone, uh, and maybe you know you're performing some kind of, uh, you know, some kind of parting ritual, or just some kind of monotonous but maybe soulful uh, like everyday task, like pounding clothing, which is a way of yeah of cleaning it, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and that activity itself is a kind of a, a metaphor for um, for love and relationships and for duty and that, that kind of thing. So that's, it's a, mm. it seems to be a, a fairly uh, standard image. Got it. Got it. So should we have a look at the last, the final one? It's it's my turn to do the hawks, is it not? Yes, exactly. It is. Yeah. 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 So. Here's the Hawks translation. This is this is Dai Yu's poem. So this is the uh, the one that she like very conspicuously uh, did not spend a lot of effort on. I guess mm. um, this, is, this is the rock star kind of the final act of this of this round. Mm. So um, Hawks beside the half raised blind, the half closed door. Crushed ice for earth and white jade for pot. Three parts of whiteness from the pear tree stolen. One part from plum for scent, which pear has not. Moon maiden stitched them with white silken thread. And virgin tears the new-made flowers did spot, which now, like bashful maids that no words say, lean languid on the breeze at close of day. So what do you think? Uh... I mean, yeah, I thought this is of of them. Um, I mean, they say as much in the... Uh, various other characters in the text say the same, but it does come across as the most original in terms of imagery, in terms of, um, you know, it's... She, I think, really... She nails the assignment. It seems to hang together a little more tightly, I, I thought. Mm. Um, mm. And the images are, are maybe slightly more complex. Uh and also, there seems to be some, like, beneath the surface, there seems to be some richer, uh, like, quotation happening. Um, we can talk about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. and, and so I guess it's just, like, a little bit uh, like more complex, a little more sophisticated, I'd say. So, so let's go through one line at a time. So, lines one and two. So her, her poem begins. Ban juan, xiang lian, ban yan man. So, but like Ban Juan is like half half unrolled, something like that. Uh huh. Uh, and Xiang Lian is a kind of blind or screen, you know. And then Ban Yan Man is the half closed or half sealed door. 
Right. Um, Nian Bing is is like almost like crushed ice, mm-hmm. uh, but it could almost be like polished ice here. But anyway, Wei Tu is like as as earth is earth, something like that. Yu mm-hmm. Wei Pun jade as bowl, basically. So crushed ice as earth, jade as bowl. Yeah. There's a very literal translation here. Right. Or, you know, jade as as pot, as, as flower as pot. Po- as, as pot, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah as, as pot, really, here. Um, sticking with the, with the with the way that Hawks has done it. This, the, the Shanglian, that's a, that's a specific, uh, like, that's a thing uh, in the world. Um, but it's also, <laughs> I feel like there's a better way to s- describe that. But it's also, again, it's a reference to the Shaoshangguan, the, uh, the, um, this, like, the this Nyad's region, house, yeah. the, the Nyad's house region. Right, this whole semantic space that we talked about, uh, yeah, in detail earlier in the episode, um, and so basically, what it is is it's there's something called a uh, like shangfeizhu uh, is a specific kind of um, bamboo which is associated with well, it's the bamboo we talked about before, the spotted bamboo. Uh, Hawks calls it mottled, yeah, mottled bamboo. But it's the exactly it's the bamboo with streaks on it that, according to the myth, are from the tears of um, the two wives of Shun, who, you know, they they became water nymphs and they were they their tears caused the bamboo to become streaky. Right. Um, so yeah, that was the the subject of the joke uh, at Dayu's expense right. earlier on. Uh, but but she's kind of uh, evoking that again the, the same that image here for her poem. And as for the, the crushed ice for earth and jade for flower pot, uh, that's, that's a reference again to these images of this, this flower being, uh, you know, pure and white. Right. And so she's kind of, she, she's mm-hmm. using a lot of the same images here, but he, it's like, imagine that this flower, you know, imagine as if it's so white. It's as if you know it doesn't use earth. It's a flower that uses ice. It's so pure, you know. It's pot. It's not made from clay. It's made from jade. That's that's the idea. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's like it grows out of ice rather than yeah. And so that gives it, I suppose, something of like a ethereal quality. I suppose. Yes, that's the word I was thinking as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So should we read the next two lines? Yeah. Uh, so. I guess for the for the listeners' benefit, whereas the other three poems are presented unbroken, start to finish. In this case, the the you know the the other uh, members of the club read the first two lines, uh, and then they stop and and praise it um, before continuing reading the next two lines, and and so it's kind of broken up because people are so kind of impressed with it. They, they kind <laughs> of interject to express their their um, uh, approval. So. Um, the next two lines go Tolai Li Rei San Fun Bai Jiada Mei Hua Yi Lu Huan. So <clears throat> that means basically um, stolen uh, pear, kind of pear flower stamen or pear buds, uh, three parts white. Mm-hmm. Borrowed plum flower one like thread or curl of spirit or soul uh-huh. um, so right 
so it's a kind of straightforward enough image here, I suppose. It's basically saying that the the crab flower has taken three parts of whiteness from pear flowers, which we have seen described as like being similar to snow before. Um, right. And it's also borrowed uh, here, like soul, from the um, from the plum flower. Well, I was thinking, okay, this is where uh, I actually really like the fourth line. So, uh, I was thinking about rendering that as follows, like directly as follows would be borrowed from plum flowers, a wisp of soul, mm. right? And so I, I was thinking wisp would be good because what, what they're talking about here is the scent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and it's not exactly like obvious, but and actually in Hawks it is explicit, mm -hmm. right? But in here it's a little more. I like the idea of a wisp of soul because yeah. it's like wisp is related to like scents and to like fragrances. Um, uh, yeah, no, I I completely agree. I completely agree. Wisp wisp we associate with like like smoke or something um, in kind of in the air. Basically, and so you know that the 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 wisp here in relation to flower must reply must refer to um, the the scent itself, but you just imply it, you don't say it outright, and that I think yeah is very is very subtle. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, my experience like I, I only like really appreciate this line until I, I I like spent some time like translating it, and then I'm like, oh, that's hmm. I like that. I like that. Like a wisp of soul. That's a, that's that's cool. Um, so how about the next one? Sure. So the next two lines are, uh, yeah, ku xian ren feng gao mei, um, qiu gui yuan nu shi ti han. Um, so yeah, ku is literally like moon cave, but here I think it just literally is the the moon. Um, uh, xian ren xian ren are like spirits, uh, immortals, you know, something like that. Um, feng gao mei is to to sew sleeves of white silk, um, and then it continues. Qiu uh, gui is autumn quarters, or kind of gui is like a you know woman's bedchamber or something like that. Yuan um, nu is the the woman who feels like um, sadness, or may, maybe it's more like resentment or or hatred even. Um, and then um shi ti hun is to wipe away the traces of weeping or 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 crying something like that yeah of course yeah, yeah. we got to have crying if it's going to be a dai yu poem you yeah. got to have some kind of reference to crying these are kind of interesting lines as well right so i kind of literally have it as um the the moon cave immortal sews white sleeves and mm -hmm. then, in autumn chambers, a lamenting virgin wipes her tear stains. Um, mm. And so, like, Yuan Nu, uh, I was thinking lamenting virgin, just because I, Yuan Nu often refers to a um, a kind of a, an older, unmarried woman, right? Um, and so, especially in this context of like 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 literally between like a um a lamenting or a maybe even a, a lamentable woman but here mm -hmm. I, I think 
especially because we have it in the context of autumn chambers it seems to be specifically you know uh, someone who uh is unmarried or who, who never like quote unquote succeeded in in getting married um and that's kind of the image here where uh you know revealing kind of anxieties over i mean this is very much in keeping with Dayu's character. She's worried about what's going to happen. Will she marry Baoyu? And if she doesn't, whom mm. will she marry? What, what, what's going to happen to her? So this is this line very much, it's about the flowers still, you know, it's about the whiteness, but it's also very much uh, her her personification of this of this role. And I guess the, the moon cave, That's that reminds me of some of the moon images we've seen of uh, like, of Chang'e living on the moon. Um, that's kind of another, uh, like, you know, immortal, like, fantasy land, uh, in, in keeping with some of the other ones we've seen in other Out of interest, if the, if the meaning of that term, Yuan Nu, uh, is an older, unmarried woman, would it be appropriate to use the term spinster then? Because, right. I mean, that would be the term we use in English, but it also has a semantic connection to the immortals sewing that's a good point um uh, i think you're yeah. right like this is definitely the image uh the fear of of becoming a, a spinster quote unquote mm -hmm. and it's also the, the parallelism is really interesting here because you have the you know you have the 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 sewing of white sleeves right and then you have in the same spot in in the that's you know that's the uh the sixth the, the fifth line, and then in the, in the sixth line, you have the, the parallel image is uh, the wiping of tear stains, which mm. presumably you would do, or at least possibly you would do using uh, your sleeves, right? And yeah, as we've seen, as we've yeah, seen in other chapters. Before, right? uh, yeah. But that's kind exactly. of an interesting, it's a more dynamic uh, parallelism because it's not simply two like similar objects. It's like, uh, it's an object and its use it's it's, it's it's it seems more dynamic that might yeah. also lend this uh this uh this poem it's it's like perceived value because not only does it have the parallelism but it also has a kind of a dynamic uh approach to it okay so let's 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 finish it off wrap yeah. up with the final yeah. with the final ones so lines seven and eight go jiao xiu mo mo tong shei su uh so Jiao Xiu is it's kind of like bashful, mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, quiet um but implying a kind of uh, shyness almost. Um more more is silent basically here, not speaking. Um and then Tong Shei Su is with whom argue or dispute or you know. Um mm -hmm. <clears throat> something like that. Um, then, Juan means to be kind of tired. Yi is to lean on. Xi mm -hmm. Feng is western wind, west wind, basically. Yeah, Yi Huan is to say, I guess it's like sunset has already turned to nightfall. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that, right? Mm. Um, I have just, I have a, in bashful silence, whom could I tell? Uh, languidly leaning into the western wind, into night already faded. That's Stop true. Yeah. Like Su that. obviously. Su of course forms part of Gao Su just to tell. I always think of it as more like uh, 
Sue song, like, um, to, like, uh, complain, I think that is. But, yeah. but, you know, it's used in the words for, like, dispute, um, that kind of thing. Yeah, in this context, though, I imagine it's just, like, she has these, these like, strong emotions. But, like, to whom mm. does she turn? That kind of thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. With whom can I share them? And, and so instead, that's, a, that's a good way of thinking it. Yeah, you know, she's just alone again, leaning into the western wind, maybe at like a, a windowsill, uh, watching the, the western wind. You know, it, this is a sunset, so the sun sets in the west. That kind of mm. makes sense. Um, yeah. And, and without you know, the, the last three characters, the Ye uh, Yi Hun, it's like before you even know it, uh, mm-hmm. like night has come. You know, the light yeah. is faded. You know, it's yeah, that kind of thing. and I suppose Huan is um, is a homophone of the word for marriage. Um, oh, interesting. And that maybe is something which slightly pervades this poem more than others. Oh, you know? okay. Um, oh, yeah. Um, nice. I, 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 I don't know. Um, maybe, yeah. Um, That's interesting. I, I, I do think just going back through them that among the other three, so not counting Dayu's poem. There is some similarity of um, symbolism. Um, so, in Baoyu's poem, for example, when it mentions Yang Guifei, um, she was described by the Tang poet Bai Juyi as Bai Juyi, sorry, as Jiao um, Wu uh, Li, so tender and without, you know, without strength or, or powerless, um, and that exact phrase is then used in. Tantrun's poem. So um, she uses a phrase in her poem that in a separate Tang Dynasty poem is used to refer to a character that appears in Baoyu's poem. So, I mean, that's just right. another instance, I suppose, of how they tend to draw on a kind of shared pool of common kind of poetic um, allusions and descriptors. Motifs and, and you know. Motifs, exactly. Yeah. And so I think that's why I think that's why Dayu's poem is different from the others. It's because it it uses these much more original and frankly rather more kind of personal um uh images, you know? Yeah. It feels much more like she's talking about her own life. Right. It, it's less of an exercise, more of a like a spontaneous actual like expression yeah um at, at the same time as there there are some really like interesting she does reference um like Dayu's poem has a few interesting references to classical poetry the one that i saw that really kind of struck out uh, stood out to me was apparently uh what we've rendered as you know the uh, sewing white sleeves the feng mm. gao mei apparently in one of the commentaries, uh, they, they noted that um, this is actually kind of a a sly reference to a Sushir poem, but in, it's basically a, a character has been changed from uh, one feng to another feng, from the feng to, to meet by chance to uh, feng to sew. Uh, so uh. not only is it a reference, but it's a kind of um, a, like a repurposing, a kind of a playful repurposing of a of a traditional quote in order mm-hmm. to have a completely different meaning and instead of you know encountering you know somebody a, a white-sleeved person you're uh sewing the white sleeves so it's like a kind uh, of a i see 
uh, an inversion or a twist, which is which is again better than simply, you know, if you're going to make the reference, it should be purposeful. It shouldn't be simply uh, an empty reduplication. It should be some kind of like the dialogue has to be has to progress in some way, and arguably like this this is a real it's 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 a reference, but also a uh, a commentary, and I think that's kind of um that bespeaks a heightened uh, talent or what have you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's correct. Um, so maybe we should end there for today. Uh, this has gone pretty long. Uh, I, I feel like, I, I <laughs> yeah. feel like, yeah, these poetry chapters always go on so long. I, I think it's worth it though. I feel like, uh, you know, maybe, maybe like some readers like are like a little intimidated by the poetry. Maybe this would be a fun way to, to get into it and to like get a sense for how to think about parallelism and uh, and like metaphor, I, I think this is a, a worthy exercise, and I hope I hope listeners um, get down with this style of uh, of approaching this material. Yeah. Do you have any fi- final comments? Or? Uh, I don't think I have anything else to add. Okay. Um, we'll we'll pick it up again next time and round out the chapter. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. We have a couple more poems, um, and uh, yeah, some other bits to look at. So this has been yeah. So thanks for listening. This has been another exciting installation of Rereading the Stone. <laughs> uh, check us out on Twitter at Rereading Stone. Also on Facebook at Rereading the Stone. Um, you can find lots of material. Uh, we're always posting things, study guides, uh, silly jokes. Uh, and, and so, you know, we hope you can participate in whatever way uh, you feel comfortable doing. So, uh, but until next time, uh, have a good one and, uh, and bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>